And welcome to another UbuWeb Poetry Foundation podcast, all avant-garde, all the time. I'm Kenneth Goldsmith, and today we will be listening to the sounds of Fluxus. Fluxus was a art movement that flourished in the late 50s, kind of petering out by the mid-60s, although the ethos of Fluxus lives on today. We'll be listening to a variety of sounds from the precursors of Fluxus to contemporary practitioners in the Fluxus tradition. One of the ideas of Fluxus, or perhaps the primary idea of Fluxus, was to break down the boundary between artworks and ordinary things, which included breaking down the distinctions between music and noise, or dance and walking, between scores and performances, between action and imagining action between artist and audience. It was a uh, utopian free-for-all, often though written off as a bit of a gag. But that was intentional. The uh, founder of Fluxus, George Machunis, said that Fluxus is the fusion of Spike Jones, vaudeville, gags, children's games, and Marcel Duchamp. It was often termed serious play. There is a ton of Fluxus material. There's uh, Fluxus films, and there's tons and tons of MP3s on UbuWeb, all the way from a 30th anniversary Fluxus box set to a uh, collection done in 2006 by members of something called the Flux List. idea I sing. Okay. Canzona di Benvotier, la musica. This is a piece from 1989 by the French Fluxus artist Benvotier, and it's entitled Some Ideas for Fluxus, and that's just what it is. Where have you been, Billy boy, Billy boy? Where have you been, charming Billy? I've been to see my wife. She's a darling of my life. She's a young thing who cannot leave a mother. And how old is she, Billy boy, Billy boy? And how old is she, charming Billy? She's eight times seven, twenty-seven and eleven. She's a young thing who cannot leave a mother. Can she make a cherry pie, Billy boy, Billy boy? Can she make a cherry pie, charming Billy? She can make a cherry pie quicker than cat can wink its eye. She's a young thing who cannot leave a mother. And now I propose anybody who wants to do Fluxus music just sings a song. It's a children's song. It's an idea that you must eat the record. Take the record and eat it. If it's too hard to eat, throw it out of the window. A bit of absurdity and non-definition is probably the best definition of what Fluxus is. Uh, uh, mm, uh, oh, uh, uh, oh. The idea of anti-music came through John Cage, who was a huge influence on Fluxus. Thank <laughs> you. 
This is something from the Czech Fluxus artist named Milan Kinesiak, who in 1979 made a whole record of what he called broken music. And those are smashed LPs that are then glued back together and played. This is broken music composition from the most famous fluxist artist of all, Yoko Ono, and her toilet piece from 1971. Ono did a series of fluxist films that you can find on Ubu that are as ephemeral as a blink of an eye or a match lighting and then extinguishing. The uh, toilet piece is an audio version of Marcel Duchamp, and it also isolates sound and proposes everyday sounds as music. As a matter of fact, that toilet flush itself has a unique uh, tonality, it has duration, it has timbre, and it has pitch, therefore making it music. In the uh, late 1950s, John Cage had a legendary music class at the New School for Social Research. And in his class was basically the entire Fluxus movement. And Cage, by proposing that life and art collapse into each other, inspired these guys to take it to ridiculous lengths. What we're listening to is radio music from 1956. It's a score for up to 12 radios, and each radio has an operator next to it, and the operator is given instructions to turn the dial and to turn the volume up or down according to chance operations. So basically, they're all flipping through the dials, and what happens to be caught from the airwaves is what the piece is. As a result, each piece, every time it's performed, is a different work because something different will always be on the airwaves each time it's performed. Art of my dart, arrow of my marrow, butter of my abutter, bode of my abode, cope of my scope, curry of my scurry, den of my Eden, dew of my adieu, ember of my member, eel of my feel, fort of my effort, flexibility of my inflexibility. We're listening to a piece by Emmett Williams entitled Duet from 1968. 
And again, in the spirit of Spike Jones' vaudeville, Collapsing High and Low, Emmett Williams is invoking something that was forbidden at the time in poetry, and that was rhyme. Liquor of my flicker, lapstick of my slapstick. Mission of my emission, motion of my emotion. And it wasn't just rhyme that he's using. It's simple rhyme. It's childlike rhymes. It's uh, children's games. As a result, it's a very beautiful and very playful piece. Uh, wouldn't have been considered serious. But then again, that's very representative of what Fluxus was, because Fluxus made very little impact on the larger art world during the years that it was in full blossom. Most people just wrote it off as a joke, which was fine with Fluxus. They wanted to bring humor into art. Well of my swell, wallowtail of my swallowtail, X-factor of my X-factor, X of my X, ye of my I, Y of my my, Zip zap zoff of my o oh, zip o oh, zap o oh, zoff, zim zam zoom of my o oh, zim o oh, zam o oh, zoom. This is an excerpt from Lamont Young's Dream House, written in 1973 from the Fluxus Anthology. All sorts of influences were falling into Fluxus, everything again from high culture and low culture, and Lamont Young, who uh, ended up being a uh, seminal minimalist composer before he dedicated his life to composition, was part of the Fluxus movement. And what Lamont Young brought in was drones and ragas. He studied uh, Indian singing with Pandit Pranath, whose work you can also find on UbuWeb. is a piece of a very, very long duration. One thing that Fluxus liked to play with were very short durations and very long durations. Yoko Ono's toilet piece is only 30 seconds. Lamont Young's dream house can go up to 15 years. As a matter of fact, the name for what he does is called the Theater of Eternal Music. to the Untactics of Music from 1968, written by Fluxus artist Eric Anderson. Eric Anderson was interested in sampling, something that, of course, became widespread with the advent of hip-hop. But back in 1968, the idea of sampling was to take a number of records and play them at the same time, to loop them, and to slow them down. 
He was also interested in outsider artists, the untrained, and the beauty of outside feeling and emotion coming into his music. So what we're listening to here is really a mix, a uh, sampled mix of performances on record, played at different speeds and overlapped on top of each other. The untactics of music. Fluxus audio work from 1963 by the artist Robert Watts, and it's called Interview. And uh, when one thinks of an interview, one thinks of another one person speaking to another person and extracting great nuggets of wisdom. What Robert Watts does to deter the interview and actually make it funny is to take a tape-recorded interview off of the television and then go blah, 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 blah on top of it so it's absolutely impossible to hear. A sort of cancellation of sense, a uh, inverting of logic, prioritizing nonsense over sense, incredibly fluxus-like in its attitude. We have yeah. a lot of Fluxus artist Joe Jones had something he called the Solar Orchestra, and he would put together all sorts of little solar panels onto toys that were battery-powered or solar-powered as, as when he would adopt them, and they would just run forever as like little mechanical orchestras, toy orchestras. Uh, they were very, very beautiful and very rhythmic and very meditative. I first found Canal Street in the late 50s, early 60s. This is a piece of his called Canal Street from a solo album of his that can be found on UberWeb called Joe Jones and Chicken to Kitchen. We artists started moving in. The rents were cheap. About $65 per thousand square feet. And it's a beautiful reminiscence about Canal Street in the 1950s and the 1960s. And he speaks about how artists, and particularly Fluxus artists, went onto Canal Street and found materials for their work in the junk shops and the electronics shop, just like he did, and repurposed them into art. And this was a good period. Everyone felt like comrades. We were fighting everybody. This was the Canal Street I loved. It's also very sad because it talks about how ultimately uh, himself and all of the Fluxus artists were forced to leave the area that they in fact had pioneered because George Machunas, the founder of Fluxus, was actually the pioneer of Soho. He made things called Flux Houses, which were really the first cooperative lofts, thus setting in the craze for gentrification in that part of the world. That's where I started making my music machines. 
found Lotus for 25 cents a piece. There was a toy store that only sold broken toys. So I got all the cheapest guitars I could find. It was a good time. That was my Canal Street. Speaking of George Machunas, the founder of Fluxus from Lithuania, he came over here with uh, Jonas Mikas, and together Jonas Mikas founded the Anthology Archives, and George Machunas founded Fluxus. Uh, one thing George Machunas didn't like, he liked all sorts of children's games and children's toys and children's ideas and children's art, but he didn't like children. And what Fluxus artist Larry Miller did was make a two-minute, 58-second recording of his baby daughter screaming and called it Lullaby for George Machunas. tradition of Fluxus continues on to this day. There's a group called the Flux List, who in 2006 put together an anthology of Fluxus-inspired performances, and these can be found on UbuWeb as well. This is IDM Theftable, and a piece called Whoop Whoop. In it, you'll find all of the uh, untactics of music and the broken music, but now applied to current technology and bits and pieces of sampling thrown together and mixed very, very fast. If Fluxus was to ever become digital, this is really what it would have sounded like some 50 years later. This is also from the Fluxus Anthology from 2006. Or was this is John M. Bennett and an excerpt of a much longer piece entitled Glue. Bennett is taking Cajun ideas of misostics and writing through texts and performing them in ways that are very cut up and ways that are very reminiscent of the way that Fluxus work with language. Metal's mouth out. 
Flux has made an enormous amount of textual work. They made an enormous amount of films and, and audio. They did great performances and great readings. And again, uh, the spirit continues to inspire contemporary artists. John M. Bennett is really one of the U.S.'s great treasures. He lives out in the Midwest and for many years has been doing Fluxus-inspired poetry, just reams and reams of it, book after book, and an awful lot of audio, which can also be found on UbuWeb. Jules Faster Hub leans nor he said listed plate Gripped yet beyond yam room, bunch and spattered, clogged, call link, lunched, hand battered, the logs all sink. Then we're going to finish up with a piece from 2003 by the founding artist of Fluxus, or one of the founders, Allison Knowles. Alison Knowles was really a pioneer, a pioneering woman, one of the few women artists, along with Yoko Ono, in the Fluxus movement. Although her glory days were in the early 60s, once the movement subsided, Alison Knowles has continued to create an extraordinary, diverse, deep, and very profound body of work in many mediums. She's a book artist, and she's a sound artist. She's a painter, and she makes beautiful objects uh, even today. This is called Paper Play, and it's written using fragments of onion skin as musical notation. And it's performed with handmade musical instruments and toys. It's very quiet. It's performed by Allison, Larry Miller, who did the lullaby for George Machunas, and a very young Fluxus devotee named Takedo Shimada. And it just seems as this movement knows no end. The spirit of Fluxus continues to inspire countless generations as we move into the digital age. So, some sounds from the world of Fluxus. The world of Fluxus is immense, prodigious, and there's tons and tons of it for you to explore. All at UbuWeb, at ubu.com. Look in our sound section, look in the video section, look in the papers, and look in the historical documentation. You'll find more Fluxus than you'll know what to do with. I'm Kenneth Goldsmith, founding editor of UbuWeb, and this has been another UbuWeb Poetry Foundation podcast, all avant-garde, all the time. Woo!